True transformation cannot happen without a renewal of the mind. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mind over matter. If the pain of where you are never exceeds the pain of change, you will always remain the same through a renewal of the mind. And it takes a process. True transformation. Mind, mind, mind over matter. Change your mind, you change your life. Change your life. You gotta go through it to grow through it. Mind over matter. Be clear. Welcome back to the Mind Over Matter podcast. I am Ken Canyon. And I am the transformation specialist, the one they call Coach Lynch, the best in the universe. Oh, okay, my bad. Go ahead. Oh, oh see, I'm about to come up with a title because <laughs> I'm Taylor the Genius. That's right. Hope, hope. The Taylor? You're the baby genius. All right. I'll be the baby genius. Baby I don't genius. mind. All right. All right. I don't mind. I'm still title, learning. You know, I'm still so. learning. It's okay. cool. All right. Hey y'all, listen, we're back and I'm glad to have Taylor back this week uh, because she was gone for a week and um, Taylor, you know, uh, Coach Lynch, Coach Canyon, we, 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 we did our thing though. And, um, but y'all missed me. We, uh, did, we, we, we didn't miss you because uh, cause this week we're going to put you on the hot spot because we missed you last week. They had even tried to be savvy. You ain't get one, it wasn't one email like, yo, we missed Taylor this week. We got to get you some emails telling make sure the people miss you, man. It's all good, baby. Right. Ah. Right, right. That was shade. What we talking about this week, man? What's the topic, man? All right, so the topic of this week, um, the topic of this week, um, haters are necessary. Ooh. So we're going to say haters, haters are necessary. So what we're going to do, y'all, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about, I don't care, whenever you're trying to do something significant, successful, mm-hmm. um, greatness, you're exploring greatness that's within you, you're just doing things that are great, you're always going to have people that come out of the woodworks who are, uh, aka called haters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to talk about what they are, who they are, what they do, and how they affect people. But more importantly, I wanted to do a, a, a show on that because... We got haters, you know. We have, I have I have haters a lot. Um, they said a lot, a lot. I mean, I do. I mean, I do because I've always gone against the grain. So a lot of the time, it rubs people the wrong way. My my attitude sometimes rubs people the wrong way. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, so I got haters. However, I deal with them very differently now than I used to deal with them. All right, and so we're gonna talk about that today so but i wanted to get you guys take on the subject before we really get into it oh man hey yo just like the title say haters are necessary man i guess i'm i'm just i i was born with haters you know what i'm saying i came out man it just was like this dude gonna be one to hate on let's go ahead and start doctor started hating on me when i came out man he just was like yo man this dude looked like he great What's up with you, man? Let's shove him back up in his mind or something like that, man. Oh, so weak. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We need to cut the tape. This dude said we need to shove him back up to his mind. Yes. Hey, man, look. They called me the Sunshine Baby when I came out. Oh, man. Lord, you was that light. Like, no, they called you the Sunshine light. Baby. 
Because you extra light skinned, that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, I came out with a glow. Okay. They had to hate on that. They tried to put the blanket on me. I pushed that joint off. I'm like, yo, we're out of here. Who was it? The doctor or the nurse that <laughs> Man, my mom and them told me, so I don't know. You know like, I can't make this stuff up. They just passed the story down. They was like, yo, look, you came out. You know, I might have spit oh, a rap when I came out. I'm so weak right man, now. Let's don't spit it right. I'm just saying. All right, Taylor, so, so you're a young person. Oh. I mean, haters are, are not exclusive to age. It doesn't right. matter how old you are. Right. Uh, fresh out of college not too long ago. Um, I'm sure you've had some haters because you always did something significant in college. Yeah, I've always had haters. I think um, just how I look at them, like different people. No, let me say it like this. Something's wrong with everybody. It's kind of like when you meet somebody, I heard somebody say one time, when you meet somebody, it's kind of like, what kind of crazy are you? (laughs) So it's kind of like I take that and I'm like, okay, so either you're going to influence my life or you're not. It's very easy for me to keep, I guess, that customer service smile. But still, like, block myself off so, in other words, so that you, you don't influence you, me. You faking when you talk to Yeah, them. but I do. <laughs> it's very easy. It's come very easy since I've worked in customer service so long. Okay. But, yeah, okay. it's just easy for me to take what they're saying and either use it as fuel or just know that that's mess. That's not something I'm even doing. Like, they just hate me for real. Mm-hmm. All right, so we, we, before we get into some but, stories, because I got some stories of haters, and what we're going to do is analyze the points of how people can actually use haters, uh, why they're necessary, and how we actually use them. But what I wanted to do was kind of define what they are. No. Because a lot of times people think haters and critics are the same. Mm-hmm. Haters and critics are not the same, uh, necessarily. They can be, but they don't necessarily be the same. So I wanted to give you the Urban Dictionary Come definition on, of, of hater. I went in and, and, and took that down. It says a person... That simply cannot be happy for another person's success. So rather than be happy, they make a point of exposing a flaw in that person. Okay? Hating. The result of being a hater is not exactly jealousy. The hater doesn't really want to be the person he or she hates. Rather, the hater wants to knock someone down a notch. That's what the Urban Dictionary says. You, now. Should, you should let Teller read that. Yeah, I know, I know, I broke it up. Some some cards, it was Urban Dictionary, man. You know, I'm not <laughs> Taylor. You probably could have read it better than me, but anyway. But I think, uh, I think haters are a little different. I think haters are people who project, who project uh, their self hatred, self loathing on other people. And what I mean by that, and it becomes a reflection of them. The reason I hate on you is because. I see clearly what I am not doing. That's good. Okay? That's good. So that in and of itself means I hate that. Mm-hmm. I loathe that. Yeah. Okay? I'm envious of that. That's I'm good. jealous of that. Yeah. So now I have to do something. Because the truth of the matter is the the idea of hating on someone, is it means that their emotional system is disrupted. Mm-hmm. It's disrupted because yeah. there's something about you that makes me feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. So I've got to act a certain way. So that means if I look at you, Taylor, as a young, a lot of your friends look at you and they see the great things that you're doing with with results and this company that we're building, and they're like, oh, she ain't going to do nothing. Oh, it ain't going to work or whatever, because I've heard a lot of that myself. But really, they're looking at you and they hate the fact that they aren't willing to take the risk. They hate the fact that they aren't willing to step out there. So what do they do? Instead, they say something negative about you because I hate the fact that I'm not doing it. That's just my take on that. 
you know, and because people hate that, um, I gotta, but, but, but that's a hater. Now, what do you think a critic is? What do you think a critic is? Um, I guess a, a critic is somebody who uh, points out all that stuff, but it they don't. It doesn't necessarily mean that they want you to lose or yeah. right. They yeah. want you to grow right from what they're saying. Right, and that is the difference. Or they just might not take a stance one way or the other. They're just yeah. um, maybe stating what they merely see or, or what they think is their perspective. Right, right. But their intent is not necessarily malice. Right, yeah. not, right, right, right. So their intent. So okay. So on this show, we always transparent. So Taylor, I'm going to give you the opportunity to tell us about a time somebody hated on you. But before I do that, you know, I always start with me. Go first. Go right on. So I got to start with me. You know, I'm always be transparent. I mean, so we can use mine as a story and how you actually deal with haters. Now, I'm not so sure that this person I'm going to talk about is a hater. Uh, They might be a critic, uh, but... Looking back, I saw them as a hater. And so for me, was... So I go back to my ex-girlfriend a long time ago. I didn't marry her. She was a great girl, you know, at the time. She was a good girl. But I never forget the day. Here's what she told me. Um, For for those of you who don't know in listening land, I turned down my... I graduated from college, and I had a full assistantship to go to grad school. And let me tell you how deep this was. I had a full assistantship to go to grad school. They were going to pay for my room and board. Mm. My my tuition mm-hmm. paid for. Room and board paid for. Mm-hmm. Plus, they were going to give me $1,800 a month stipend. Mm-hmm. You crazy fool. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Now, now I, at the time, I went to North Carolina A&T State University. Mm-hmm. And they were going to give me a scholarship at Northern Illinois University. And they told me, just come. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. So, one week prior to going, I decided that I'm not coming. I'm not going. Because I really, really, y'all, in my heart, I wanted to start my own business. I just want. I felt like, you know, that was going to give me the passion, the drive that I needed because I was through playing football, but football gave me a certain drive, that competition. And I felt like business would give me the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, I decided not to go. i never forget when I decided it. It was kind of like a burden lifted off of me, but I told my dad. And now my dad had been in sales his whole life. And I remember I told my dad, and he called me everything but Ken. And he was like, he was like what the hell are you doing? I mean, seriously. But, but I said, Dad, but didn't you tell me to follow my dreams? He said, yeah, but this ain't what I meant. And at that moment, I said, man, am I making the right decision? So I went to my mom. My mom was like, son, life is short. Follow your dreams. So I went to the girl I was dating at the time. And what she said to me stuck with me to this day, years later. So here's what she said. Her words exactly. So we were, we were, she had fixed dinner or something. One night we were, we were over the house. We were just watching TV. And I was telling her about this business I wanted to start. And she said to me, you are just like my uncle. Always wanting to start a business, but it ain't going to never work. Now, when she said it, Lynch, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Because at first, I I was like, I I couldn't believe that came out of her mouth. She was like, yeah, he always tried to start a convenience store. It didn't work. He tried to start this. It didn't work. He tried to start that. I said, but I hadn't even started anything. But she said, but you sound like him. 
She said, what you ought to do is get you a job and work for, you know, work for about five or 10 years, then start a business. And I'll never forget that day. I was like heartbroken. And I think I was heartbroken more or less because it was, it was her. All right. And so at that point, our relationship started to drift. And I really saw her as a somebody as 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 a, as a hater almost, mm-hmm. you know. Even though she was close to me, because what people don't realize, a lot of the haters out there are people who are close to you. Mm-hmm. That means the people you're dating, your family members, oh, yeah. you know, people who are close to you. Because yeah. the truth is, those are the people that can hurt us the most. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Those. So, right, before we get into how we actually deal with the haters. Tell me about a situation in your life where somebody hated on you, Taylor, that you that you recognize. I know you deal with them and you ignore them, but when tell me about a time when, you know, when they hated on you. Because we got to tell people how to yeah. handle them. They got haters out there. I think it's just because um, in high school, you um, you already going to have people who look at you crazy because everybody's odd in high school. Like, there ain't nobody, the status quo, like... Or, Keeping up with the Joneses, as they would say. But um, when I got to college, I kind of had to put a halt to all that, especially when it came to haters and my feelings about what the haters would say, because I'm, I'm a journalist. So people always gonna have something to say about what I do, what I say, what I write, you know, how I influence them in class. Like even our JMC teachers used to come for us and they say, yo, you got to really watch what you say in these electives because they're looking at you to like show truth mm. for real, for real, like whatever was going on in the world. So... Even when I was running the school's newspaper, everybody who everybody hated what I was doing. I can say that. And they didn't like the newspapers I put out. They didn't like the layouts that I created. They didn't like a lot of the things that I was doing. But one thing that I could do was um, I couldn't listen to them because they weren't in the newsroom every night till midnight and GCV like sitting there with us. They they didn't they didn't want to come do no real work. They just wanted to talk about what you were doing from the outside without even stepping in into what you were doing. So. It was really easy for me to just ignore him because I'm like, still got to get done. I still got to run my staff. I do have to listen to them, like, I guess, according to what was going on, different issues. But I got to keep pressing. I got to keep But has going. whatever hurt your feelings? I mean, it has to be somebody in your life that hurt your feelings, that, that you took it to heart. Yeah, you could sit here and tell me and Lynch, like, yo, it didn't bother well, okay. me. Nothing. I, I want to okay, know about I the time that you got. I think you got to understand the type of person I am. The type of person I am, something only affects me, like, for that moment. Like, it will never drag on that whole day. I can't ever put that much energy towards it. Like, if something makes me angry, I can rant about it at that moment to you or behind your back, and that's it. I don't feel that way about it anymore. So, like, during homecoming, um, when I was running the school's newspaper, I put out... <laughs> yeah, tell us about horrible, that. Tell us about that. horrible that. issue, y'all. This joke, I can talk about it now and laugh, but that issue was horrible. Uh... The front page was ugly. It was supposed to be a magazine style. Nobody put in any real effort. Like, all all of us. I would say each one of us editors who are in charge of our sections didn't put that much effort into making it great. So when alumni came, they were harsh. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were harsh. They came from my whole life. Who all these executives from CBS and New York yeah. and everything. They came from my whole life. Did they take any of it? Any of your life? <laughs> I'm still here to talk about it. But they came from my whole life. They kept talking about it, kept talking about how they hated it, yeah. how much they um so wanted it to be yeah. better. So, I mean, all I could do was sit there and listen because they were right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I don't think they were critics. I knew it wasn't what I wanted it to be. Okay. I did know that, but I also... So knew how did you feel after 
they they gave you all that. The Felt a little defeated. Because like I mean, shoot, you just spent hours on top of the, hours. Well, how was the next issue? The next issue, it was better, but I also knew that um, like the caliber for the homecoming issue and like a regular issue wasn't the same. So like I had just messed up on a special edition. Like I. So it hurt that. you. Yeah. Ah, so it stuck. You got it. Got in your crawl. Not and it, really. And it doesn't mean. And, and, and here's the thing. It doesn't mean that it stays with you forever. Yeah. Because what you're able to do, which some people it's are not able it. to do, yeah. is that. And that's what we're going to tell people how to deal with it. One one of the things that we're going to tell people how to do it. You were able to not only let it linger, to to uh, actually use it. Yeah. Um, and uh, to make you better. Yeah. A lot of people can't do that because they let it linger. They get so. Let me ask you, like, well, what am I? Because like, I'm probably like a hater on a daily basis when they come through. Like, like today, um, I'm telling the young man that he's his elbows are coming off of his legs when he's doing the the move, right? Uh-huh. And we can clearly see that it's he not doing it right. Right. And he got oh no, it was it was the side lateral raise. I was telling him that you you not. Your palms is coming out first before right. you turn them around. Right. And I'm clearly telling them and I'm watching them. And I had to tell them, yo, listen, I'm not a liar. I was not sent here to lie to you, right? <laughs> I'm not a fault finder. All I'm doing is correcting you right now. So I'm telling you that God's the honest truth. Right. And he still tried to tell me, he said, I was doing that. Yeah, I saw that. I was looking so right he said, He said, no, nah. he said, well, I thought I was doing it. I said, well, you, well, you telling me I'm lying. Yeah. It, like you telling me I'm lying. So so every day, so if I got to correct you, right? If I got to correct you, and a lot of times with these cats, what I do is I find the part that really, really bugs them, the, the part like the thorn, and mm-hmm. I keep twisting it. And I twist it, and I twist it every single day. It's a part that like they, they just, like I know this get under the skin. Right. Yeah. I, I get him. And I just twist it, and I twist it, and I twist it. I got to be a hater. I got to be one. Well, we'll see. Well, see, and that, that, that's a good point. So let's bring down to: yeah. Are you a hate or not? Yeah. What yeah, is yeah. your intent for doing it? Yeah. What is your intent? So I mean, so so. Are so, you no. a hater or are you a critic? Yeah. Are no. you are you are you a critic? Uh, no. Nah, they're neither, trying to make them get better. No, nah, right. I'm neither one, and neither are the hater or the critic. Like a hater's mm. not really a hater, and a critic is not really a critic. Mm. Okay. Uh, All right. So now I'm about to get deep on them. Good. Uh, they really a messenger. Understand what yes. I'm saying? They really a messenger yes. and they can't se- and the person, the individual yeah. that the message is coming to can't separate the message from the messenger. That's true. That's good. So they looking at the messenger and can't use it because they don't have a growth mindset. That's good. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm telling the cat that you wrong. I'm watching you. I'm the example. I'm showing you how to do it. And I'm the critic and I'm the hater and I'm the messenger. So you can't see it because you too much in your feelings, all emotional with it, right? Right. You can't and you hurt. Yeah. So now you can't grow from it because you don't have a growth mindset because yeah. you can't get past the fact that I'm correcting you. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, like and, and so you know I said I'm a hater just to say that you know what I mean I had to come in somehow I was playing double dutch like I'm just sitting over on the well, side. Well you are. Whatever. <laughs> that was good. That you were the I'm a hater. But the truth of the matter is, I you what you just said was yeah. powerful. Yeah, but what, what he just said was powerful, and I want everybody to understand that. Um, I like that. I like the fact that when you said, babe, really, just I'm just a messenger. Yeah. And, and the truth is, you can accept a message or not. 
Right. You know, you can right. accept that's the time. That's, 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 that's it. That's it. That's it. And that's the part. So I like that because when you, when you said that, that, that resonated with me because a lot of times people, it you, it you, you make a choice, a choice right. to accept that message or not. Yeah. And what happens is when the haters come and they tell you you're less than, what they're doing is they're just delivering the message. Right. Yeah. And you decide to accept the message. Right, exactly. right, right. That right there is pretty powerful. Exactly. Because you got to understand powerful. that, look, we only grow. When like uh, when we have to develop new mental and emotional uh, muscles, yeah. right? Yeah. So you coming in the gym and yo, I'm a pick and poke at you because yeah. you come here to grow. Right. right. You come here to grow. When I find that little spot, that weakness or whatever, man, I'm twisting and I'm turning because I know for a fact that you only gonna grow or that only is gonna happen when when you face yeah. the challenges and the obstacles. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that I I haven't. You know, I, I got to this point where I'm at now because of all my struggles, because of all my obstacles, because of all my critics, because of all my haters, because of all the messengers, because of all of the above. Mm. Does that make sense? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so what we're going to do. We're rolling now. So now, yeah. so what we're going to do is we're going to use, I'm going to use this uh, this actual story and we're going to bring the three points in from this story. Cool, cool, this story. cool. So there was this guy, there was this guy that I'm following now and he does this uh he, he, he diets. He wrote a diet book. Okay. 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 The guy was 400 and roughly 50 pounds. Okay. So he lost 200 pounds. Ooh. And Congratulations. No, no, no. no I'm sorry. He was 450, 470 pounds uh-huh. and he lost 200, but he was still 275 pounds. Okay. When he wrote the book. Okay. So he wrote the diet book that was helping a lot of people. And because I was one of the people that he actually helped. But a lot of people will say, well, how are you going to write a book? about weight loss and you're still fat you're still fat so he wrote a long letter and the long letter it hit me because and and I'll be completely transparent with you when I was on The Biggest Loser and I started helping people my biggest thing was how am I going to help people lose weight even though I've lost weight but my body is not looking like I wanted to look completely you know I still got fat on me and I still want to lose fat and I'm thinking and I'm thinking and, and, and it was and it was something that happened and this was about 10 years ago um, about eight years ago something that happened to me that said it's not about you mm. <laughs> it ain't about you yeah it's about the people yeah, that you're right. going to help. Yeah. And when I took that mindset, it was totally different. But anyway, so he wrote this long letter and he talked about how, yeah, people are, are cool and talking about where he is. And he said, but what you don't know is the struggle that I've had to lose 200 pounds. Yes, yes. What people look at is they negate what I've already done. They negate well, they're thinking about what you're not instead of what you are. And so I was like, wow. And so when he wrote it, it was so powerful. I said, so we came up with what he did. He did. And he took this. He took this. And now he sold even more books. Even more books. Um, I mean, hundreds of thousands of books about it. So so what happened was it, it became a crisis. Right, and that's God's chosen tool when He wants to elevate you. Yeah, you know, it's when He wants to elevate you, He takes you through a crisis, yeah. and that's to strengthen your character and you know sure. everything that you need, uh, you, you know, your wisdom and just everything you need to to grow. And when you come out of that, is is when you you know you go to the next level. But that's good stuff, man. All that's right. real good. So let's do number one. So for those people out there, 
who are dealing with haters. A lot of y'all dealing with haters and you getting caught up in the stuff they're saying, you know, at work. Like I heard one dude say, I got a YouTube channel. He's built this following up to 100,000. And he said that people write the nasty stuff. Some people say, you're too nice. Some people say, you're too mean. He's like, what I realized was I could never, ever please some people. Right. He right. said, so it didn't matter what. He said, why not just please everybody? He said, why not just please me? Yeah. Why not just please me? And he said, I started using all of that. So what we want to do is give the people three ways that they can use the stuff that these haters are saying. Yeah. So, coach. So, I mean, you, you ain't got no haters, then you ain't, you ain't. You ain't doing you're something right. Nothing, yeah. You ain't doing something right. So, you right. know, we want to say, we're going to use the word producing. You know, when you start producing, and when you produce in the right way, then you're going to get some haters. You're going to get some haters. You're going to get some haters if you're producing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got people out doing a few things, but when you produce... Then that's when they coming. First P, yeah. you have to when you're producing right. that lets you know you're doing something significant. That's right. I remember that prophet named Cat Williams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the prophet named Cat Williams. The prophet named Cat Williams said, "If you ain't got no haters, yeah. you ain't doing nothing." That's right. He yeah. said, "You ain't doing nothing because what did I tell you? Because the reason you're gonna have haters is because the because you're producing something. Right. You're using your creative genius. Right. You're tapping into that greatness. Right. And what happens is other people see that. Right. And remember, I told you about the reflections. Yes. yes they yes. hate the fact that they're that. not tapping into their greatness. I love that. They hate the fact. They loathe yeah. the fact yeah. that they're not stepping out, yeah. digging into what's inside of them, and bringing it out for the world to see. That's Damn. why family and friends is the ones that be hating the most because. Yeah. They seen you and they came up with you and stuff yeah. like that. And they like, dang, I could, I, why I ain't doing that? Yeah. Why well, I could be doing that too? Yeah. And then they like, yo, or, or somebody might used to pick on, like they used to pick on Kevin Hart or something. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And now he out there killing the game. Kill. And now they like, man, dude's a sucker. You know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> right. Whatever. You know how they right. be. They, they don't write his own jokes. Right. right. They be like, oh, man, he's a clown. Well, that's so, a lot joke. of people right. don't write their own jokes. Exactly. I got, now yeah. I got millions. I can pay somebody to write jokes. Thank you. Why not? Why not? But what people don't realize is just like authors. Mm-hmm. You got these big pastors putting out six, seven, eight books. Yeah. They don't write their own books. Right. Right. But like I'm saying is, if I got ten thoughts and I say, okay, put these ten thoughts together, bring me back, I'll edit, whatever, whatever. I mean, and they come up with a book. That's what I do. Right. I did it my second book. I'm telling you, but what happens, the haters gonna always find a way. Because yeah. but what 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 a person hate, when yeah. you tap it into greatness, you know what you find a way to do? You gonna say what how many what, how many times can I put out three or four more books? Right. right. What's the easiest way or what is the most efficient exactly. way I can put out ten more oh, yeah. three or four more books? I gotta get more I, haters. That, that's right. I need more haters. And so I can't put them out by putting pen and paper to every single thing. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Hart can't he can't do tours right. writing jokes. I mean he just don't right. have the time. Right. Oh, so it's funny. People out, they got writers. Yeah. They're writers who write jokes, yeah, yeah. but they can't deliver them like him. Right. They can't move the crowd like him. Right. So they write the jokes. He uses the jokes. They get paid. Right. They he created another job. They get paid. He delivers and keeps making millions. Yeah. Producing, producing. I love that. I love that. I Taylor. That's number one. You got to be producing. If you're producing some people want you, they're gonna hate on you. It comes with the territory. Expect it. Right, right, right. right. Taylor, what's number two? Number two, perspective. Okay. That's Number really, two really is perspective. Yeah. You got to have the right perspective. Right. Now, what do you think? What does that mean to you, Taylor? 
to me, um, the same way I flip it. Um, so when say, okay, so you talking to a hater, but I pick up on people's energy quickly. So I can already tell if you come to me with something real or you come to me with something fake. So it's kind of like you got to choose how you listen to the message, how you choose to use it. That's the perspective that you use yourself. Mm -hmm. So I was definitely in agreement with Lynch has said that message thing. But I know one thing I wrote down Psalms 118 and 8 because it says it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Yeah. So that's just something I constantly use every day because the moment that you give somebody that power yeah, yeah, yeah. to disappoint you, yeah. mm. it's it's a wrap. You are, you're already giving them that much power and God already said you're not even supposed to trust them like that. You're supposed to yeah. trust that whatever somebody's saying to you, God had given them something to give you that message. Because yeah. most of the time, your haters are telling you some real stuff. Right. And you really need to listen to it because mm. they're telling you the truth. They're giving you something that you need to hear, whether you want to hear it or not. Right. So, so far as the, the perspective is, just giving you another angle. It's yeah. just giving you another way to look at something, something you probably didn't see or you overlooked it. Yeah. So a lot it. of times, like we like to, uh, we like to showcase our strengths. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We try to push our weaknesses to the side. We probably try to, you know, um, sweep them under the rug. And we don't really, you know, like to develop them like that. But right. the hater is going to pinpoint the weakness, like I said in the gym. Like, yo, as soon as I find a weakness in somebody, I, I blah, 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 Because, look, you got to understand, like, you know, I, I hate to keep using these analogies because, you know, I, 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 you know, much more than this. But, you know, if you're you're trying to work on something in the gym and, you know, you, you, you want your chest to be strong, man, there's an opposite muscle to that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And if your back isn't weak, then it, it the chest if your back is weak then the chest ain't gonna be strong so you understand what i'm saying so you got to work on both sides all the way around the board so you 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 got to understand that the perspective and if you can't see that and all you want to do is come in there and just work on your chest you just want to work on the strength or what you want to strengthen up then the weakness is, is it ain't um it's not being seen it's not being met so we got we got to get to that yeah you got to be open to see mm -hmm. the perspective mm -hmm. you can't just think oh my gosh she just talked about me why did she just talk about me <laughs> like you yeah. can't think of it like that no nah, no nah, that's real you can't. And, I, and i learned that in the gym after working out with you lynch yeah i mean you know i don't give you too many compliments but uh good. But, <laughs> but i'm gonna give you this one though now real real talk though um um like i had several a couple i had bad knees for a long time and i had knee surgery and when we do legs, I don't really like to do legs. Not because um, after my surgery, it's really uncomfortable. But what what I did, what what Lynch made, what you made me look at is is this right here. It's perspective, like you just said. You're like, yo, um, instead of trying to get involved in this ego thing, mm -hmm. you know, these fools trying to put 300 on squat, and then they don't even go, they don't even do them right. right. So that's why. I said, you're right. It's perspective. So what I have to do is look at the areas that I'm not strong in, that I'm not strong in, and still try to get better. Because when people say it, because you said it, right. and then I said, I want to get better. Right. So now I come every time, and every time I'm there, I always do what I can to get better. Right. And I notice my knees don't hurt as much. Exactly. Yeah. They so here, here's the thing. If you change the way you look at things, you're going to change the things that you see. When you talk Ooh. about perspective, I'm going to say that again. If you change the way you look at things, you're going to change the things that you see. That's so cool. I gave you a different perspective when yes. we talked about the squats. You know, and I also told you, you know, you asked me, you said, well, what's the difference of going all the way down and, you know, me stopping right here? And I said, when you go all the way, in when you go all the way down, you involve your hamstrings and your glutes. 
And I said, what's the backside of the quad? Because if you only go halfway down, you only work in the front side, which is the quad. I said, the backside of the quad is the hamstring and the glute. Right. And the only way for you to, to be stronger is the, the snapback. So I showed you about a rubber band. I said, the further you pull the rubber band back, the further it's going to go forward. Yeah. Right? So yeah. you got to do the backside if you want to go forward further. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So when I gave you that analogy, you like, word. And then I was like, yo, why don't you go to 135? You was like, all right, I can do that. You was like, and you was eager to, to, to take the weight off. He was like, yo, let's do that because I want to see if I can go down and engage the stuff that I haven't been engaging right. because I want to get better. Yeah. That's a growth mindset. That's yeah. a growth perspective. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And when you're approaching stuff like that to, to challenge yourself and things like yeah. that, see a lot of people, they avoid uh, challenges, they avoid intention, they avoid the crisis and all that type of stuff. And, and, and tension is a byproduct of growth. Like you got in order for anything in this universe to grow, it has to be stretched. It has to be broken down. That's including your muscle. That's including your emotional state. That's including your mental state. You got to break that stuff down in order for you to grow. And people want to avoid that. So haters, they make you emotional, right? Haters, they gonna make you. They gonna make you upset. So they they trying to stretch you. They gonna try to stretch you. And don't even if they're don't run for that. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. even matter. Right. It don't right. matter. It don't matter. It don't right. matter. It's, it's that's what it's for. Right. That, that's what it's for. And that's the way you got. That's the perspective you actually have to look at it from. Wow, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. All right, and the final thing in dealing with haters, the final thing is we're gonna stick with these P's. All right, we're gonna stick with these P's, and I'll, and I'll say this: you have to keep it pushing, meaning. You have to use what they say as fuel. Mm -hmm. Use it as fuel. Oh, that's good. Um, because a lot of times, uh, people, the, the, it's not so bad to have a hater. You know what? Here's the problem. The problem is, is when you stop after the hater says, does what they do. Right, right, right. 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 Remember, the right. message, as they said, right. once the messenger gives you the message, right. yeah. if your action stops, stops right on the tracks, yeah. All of a sudden, you begin to go backwards. Because yeah, really, the right. truth of the matter is, you, you either go forward or backwards. Time doesn't stop. Age doesn't stop. Nothing stops. Yeah. Yes. You, you either go You know what? The truth of the matter is, though, like, you can't control how people treat you or, or how they relate to you. But guess what? You, you're not responsible for them. Right. You're not. <laughs> so, so, look, what happens to you is <laughs> external. You right. know what I'm saying? And then what you do with it is internal. True. That's why I say use it for fuel. Use it to push you. Right. Take it, put it inside, use it to push you. Because if you stop, you're not using it for fuel. Sure. You're not using it as a push. They're going to give you momentum if you take it and you do the right thing with it. You understand right. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yo, you can give me a certain type of food and I eat it a different way than you. People, the, uh, like um, one time, um, Karen, your wife, gave me a cheesecake. Right? She gave me a cheesecake and a lot of people were like, yo, I ain't eating this cheesecake because this, that, and third. Right? That week she gave me the cheesecake, I lost six pounds. I lost six pounds because I knew when to eat that cheesecake. Right, right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So the way I used that, it became fuel for me because right after the workout, I know that simple sugars were easy, were better for me to ingest at that time. Right. And then it opened up my receptor sites. sites, that's right, so that the protein can usher in and repair and build the muscle faster than anything else. So what I do, I ate the whole cheesecake to the face, didn't give it to nugget, none to nobody, so I took it where everybody else would have said, nah, I can't take that. Somebody would have took it and threw it in the trash, whatever it was, but you know, you look, I took what the haters gave me, and I said, all right, bomb, 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 the right time, the right way, I'm going to use this, and I'm going to eat it, I, 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 boom. I lost six pounds that week. Right, right. Boy, B, you know what he's doing sometimes. Uh, so you just look like this. <laughs> 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 he just look, he just look like this. 
I mean, that's that's good though. That this is good stuff, y'all. If y'all out there listening to this, I mean, straight up. I mean, you. I know people out there gonna hate on you, and y'all. Sometimes you feel alone. You know, you feel like you're by yourself, but you're not. And and the truth is, is that people are gonna always say things. You know, that are not conducive to positivity. It's just wow. the, the truth of the matter is. I never forget. We in this room. It's funny, right there. Give me that Taylor right here, real quickly. You see that right there? What this is is a, um, you know, I, I'm looking at a plaque that they did of me when I was younger. And it was a full-page article on when I was in the paper, right? This was like fresh out of college mm-hmm. when I was this whiz kid. And do you know I was so many people hating on me? Best because they're going to go broke. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. They ain't got no money. You know, yeah. because, and I thought to myself, yeah. and I was like, it seemed like they would be positive. But you think, but I really didn't care. I used it for fuel. And that's what we want people to do. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, everything we do, use it. Yeah. Embrace it. Embrace it. Yeah. Use it. You know what, Ken? I'm going to tell you real quick. I know you. I don't know if you were wrapping up or not, but I just want to say that the, the reason why we're so good at this is because sports taught us a lot of stuff, man. Damn. Sports taught us a lot of stuff. Like, we played on uh, away teams. We played, we went into other stadiums and other people's gyms and other people's fields where they were booing you. Where they hate you. They're hating. Yeah. And what is it? It's a distraction, yeah. right? It's a distraction. But... What do the the people that do it right? What they do? You gotta focus so you don't you don't not the distraction. Forget about all that. Nowadays, when people um, with like you, you, if you see a basketball player playing out, they got these little phone things and they hitting them with it and all that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. where fouls, people are supposed to distract you. You got a defender on you. You got somebody trying to hit you and bump you. Yeah. They making kids practice like that now. You know what I mean? Like your sports yeah. taught us a lot, man. Mm-hmm. We even went into some of them um them 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 opposing teams' places and you know we got called racist words and sure. things like that. So you know thuffs don't uh, stuff thrown at our buses and stuff like that. But that mm-hmm. stuff just strengthens. Because you know, even in the streets, man, you got haters, man. You got yeah. stick up kids, you got haters, man, you got all kinds of stick stuff. Up, stick up you got kids, brothers, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. How yeah. Yeah. that's out the wax. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you know, I, I, I know it's going to get so weak. It's how y'all tunnel vision. Right, right. It's how y'all tunnel vision. That's true, that's true. Uh, that's uh, that's anybody, any, you wanna, we want to wrap this up. Go ahead, go y'all. ahead. Y'all, anything you want to leave them with, Taylor? Um, just remember, people are always going to talk. Whether it's good or bad, people are always going to talk talk about Jesus Christ until the day he died. And they still talk about him today. That's so true. <laughs> they, they're going to always talk about you. So whether you listen to it or you don't, just know they're always going to talk about you. That's good stuff. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Anything yeah. you want to say, Coach? Um, just for her, I just got to say a line. Because, yo, look, I like the paparazzi. I call them paparazzi. <laughs> yo, I call the haters paparazzi, man. I look, hey, you. guess what they do? They take the pictures. Guess what I do? I just smile. I- Bitches right now, you know what I'm saying? But nah, nah, on a, on a real note, man, listen, you got to separate the message from the messenger. I'm going to say that again, y'all. Y'all need to understand this. Separate the message from the messenger, and then you can get something out of everything, man, and everybody. Even if they come and they hate on you, just separate the message from the messenger, man. Haters going to do what they do. They're going to go for your weak points. They're going to pick and they're going to poke at it. Because, like I said, I do that all the time. But instead of looking at your haters as, as people who sling stones or rocks, or, you know, all that type of stuff, I want you to think of them as, as uh, nuggets of gold. Yeah, I want you Good to think of stones and rocks as nuggets of gold. Good stuff. Um, because look, look, we was taught to you know throw up the shields. You know what I'm saying? We was taught to to, to sling them back and stuff like that. But look, if you put the shield down one time and let one of them gold nuggets bust you upside the head, it's gonna fall right at your feet and it's gonna be yours. 
You understand what I'm saying? Ooh. Yeah, I got that. Sometimes I got to bust him. Yeah. Sometimes I got to bust him in the head. You man. know what I mean? That was good. That's good. That's good. That's good stuff. Yeah. You just look like this. That's yeah, that's I just look like that. Uh, Actually, I'm the evil genius, though. You know what I'm saying? Hey, one thing about it, we all say we geniuses here because uh, we were genius enough to come together to do this. Uh, if nothing else. But I want to leave you with one point. Um, only those who can see the invisible can do the impossible. Mm. Okay, I'll say that again. Only those who can see the invisible can do the impossible. And the truth about the truth of that is this: if you have a dream, a purpose, something that you see inside your own mind, God gave the vision to you. The reason a lot of times people can't see your vision, and my ex-girlfriend, she couldn't see my vision because God didn't give it to her. Right. He gave it to me. Mm. And God's gonna give each one of you a vision, and in that vision, it's just for you. But what happens is only you can see it through your mind's eye. And because you can see the invisible, you'll be able to do the impossible. So no matter what other people say, no matter what other people do, just know that he has given you the ability to do the impossible because he gave you the ability to see the invisible. And that's it. Dang. All right. I'm going to have to rewind that to make sure you said that right. But that was dope. Yeah, I, I can't even go behind that. I can't even go. We got to just play the song. Right, right, right. 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 I'm, I'm telling you. But subscribe, 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 subscribe to our YouTube. Subscribe, Review us on iTunes. Listen, we want y'all. We're trying to build our YouTube channel, y'all. Yep. We got to build our YouTube channel. Tell you. people about it. We need subscriptions. We're going to be putting up new content. I tell you this next month coming up, we're putting up a lot of new content. So tell people you know to subscribe. Yes, and if you got something out of it, man, look, pay it forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, just go ahead and tag them in it or send it to them. Be like, yo, look, I learned this or these cats is touching and changing my lives, whatever. If you got something, don't hold it back, man. Pay it forward and come back tenfold, man. All right, yo, we, we let's get out of here, yo. We out. Let's get well, out. you know your last thing, what you always say, if you don't mind. Hey, yo, listen, man, if you don't mind, then it definitely <laughs> don't, don't matter. matter. <laughs> <laughs> we out. We, we see y'all in the next one. Mind, mind, mind over matter. Change your mind, you change your life. Change your life. You gotta go through it to grow through it. Mind over matter. Be clear.